0: Hey, something tells me that you're not having the best day. Is that right? It's okay, you can tell me. You don't have to pretend to be okay if you're not. Snuggle up next to me, that's it. Hmm. Wrap your arms around me, be my big spoon. (laughs) No, you don't have to say anything. You can just hug me. I'll squeeze you back. (laughs) We can be warm together. Enjoy being together. That human contact thing, you know? <laughs> I won't even give you a hard time if your feet are cold. You get a pass. <laughs> yes, you get a warm fire pass. <laughs> mm. have, like, thoughts that are racing. Is that, is that part of the problem? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I do too, a lot. There's just so much to think about and so much going on and a lot to worry about. I know. not easy. I'm just going to stroke my nails along your arm here, drape it over my waist and I'll just, I'll just stroke the skin of your arm with my fingernails. Music you listen to when you don't know, feel good. Yeah, music can really affect your mood. And um, sometimes, sometimes people listen to sad music when they're sad, but you shouldn't. <laughs> you should listen to something a little more. Hopeful, I guess. I don't know what to call it, but... A little more... Light. Or or something that's a favorite of yours, you know? Something you really enjoy. (laughs) It's my cat. (laughs) Yeah, my cat makes an appearance in pretty much everything I do these days. So... (laughs) in, yeah, we can talk if you want to, I just didn't want to put pressure on you to have to talk about things, or, you know, try to feel better, because that's kind of pressure too, you know? so simple, but really, like, sometimes you just gotta be okay with not being okay. It's, I mean, it sounds wrong, I know, but it's like if you're sick, cold or something, you know, you just accept that you have a cold right now. You don't expect to be a 100%. And so I think you can You can do the same thing with your mood, you know? You're not 100% today, that's okay. We get run down, we get... We get in bad moods, we get sad, we have... We have issues, (laughs) we have problems, we have worries... When, you know you you fix something that's been broken for a while or or you cross something off your list. <laughs> Do you ever notice the next day there's a brand new problem to take it's place. <laughs> Am I making you feel worse? I'm sorry <laughs> I don't mean to i don't I'm just trying to say this is just life right It's just life. You're never gonna like wipe the board clean school with the with the big erasers and the chalkboard. You're never gonna get just a clean board. You know? It's not the way life is. So don't don't try, like don't think that you're gonna ever get some kind of completely clean slate because you're not and that's okay. You can still be happy, you can still have a good life. I think it's just more realistic to accept that. You're always going to have a few problems. Some days are not going to be your best. So you cuddle up with a friend like me and you just enjoy sensations of feeling my legs against yours, feeling my fingernails on your skin. eyes and fall of my my tummy. I can feel yours. I can feel your breathing behind me. <laughs> it's nice to just let your mind go sometimes. Just let it wander. Don't think about anything, you know? <laughs> just see what comes into your head. Yeah, the only rule is if it's something really bad, like a a worry, just push it away. Imagine you've got a big broom in your head, just push it away. (laughs) Only let very neutral thoughts in, you know, just stupid things, dumb things you saw on TV or just whatever. something something I want to tell you about is I've been reading a lot more lately I'm taking the time to actually just read a book (laughs) and I just finished a book about um, the story is that that there's a coronal mass ejection from the sun you know what that is, right? the sun just burps out this (laughs) huge amount of radiation and everything, and it flies through space towards us, (laughs) this happens every, what is it, 11 years, 12 years, something like that, um, I think they call it solar max, I'm not sure, anyway, the idea was that this is a massive one that comes to the earth, and it wipes out the electrical grid for the entire planet yeah there was there was something I think there was something like that happened all in the late 1800s I think and it brought down all the, the telegraph systems so nobody could send telegraphs and it was pretty um it was pretty it did, it was pretty major for them at the time, and really all they had was telegraphs they didn't they didn't have much else so so the idea of this book is is what happens to this little town in in the Tennessee mountains when when the power goes out and won't come back on and I wish I'd thought of this idea early <laughs> because it's a great idea. It's like walking dead without zombies. Right? Because because suddenly suddenly you've got um it's like it's not just no power. Think about it. Think about what else you don't have if you don't have power. It's not just that you don't have T V and washing machines and internet and you know but you don't have food. Because there's no... I mean, there's no grocery stores going to be open. Um, There might be for the first few days as they try to get rid of all the food that they have before it goes bad. But there's no food production anymore. You'd need electricity for that, for the mass-scale food production. So within... Wow, probably less than a month or two, you'd have no food (laughs) Um, and no way to keep anything cold or frozen, unless you were living somewhere cold and frozen, Um. and other things like no police, really, because you couldn't call nine one one. Doesn't I mean it wouldn't exist? there wouldn't be any kind of coordinated effort between police forces. There's no way to um, get messages to cars. I mean, maybe radios, maybe, in the cars, maybe. Um, but it was it was really neat because it really made you think, like, wow, well, there's no hospitals. There's no dispatch for ambulance. There's no um, drug production for prescription drugs that people need and, and what I found amazing was that the, the, the basically the this, this central idea of the book was what if we were just suddenly in 1865 overnight because people did manage to have a society without electricity a pretty impressive one it did lots of stuff <laughs> that electricity right they did they did lots of stuff um, but it was because they had developed um, systems that worked and I'm guessing that I don't know people must have just it was harder life was harder no question but in terms of your personal protection and stuff, if you if you couldn't count on being able to call the police, I guess you just looked after yourself and your family the best you could. Um, it was a really fascinating story because of all the challenges that they had to face as this little community. Um, they had... Generators that would run on gas, of course, but you couldn't get gas out of the big tanks under the under the stations because there's no pump. It's electric, <laughs> right? and even if you could, I didn't know about this. But even if you could, um, gas apparently goes bad. I didn't know that. It becomes useless after for a certain amount of time, I had no idea, so it was just, it was, a, it was a really great book, and I liked the fact that I was reading it, this piece, this paper thing I was reading, you know, I wasn't reading it electronically, <laughs> it was great, it was like, wow, yeah, I'm sitting here, and in the sunshine, reading this paper book, I'm not using any power right now, And yet, I, I am, in a sense, because everything in my life is running based on electricity all around me. My fridge is, is humming and keeping my f- my food cold, and, you know, my, my websites and stuff are running, and, you know, there's... Our entire world, everything we do is dependent on electricity, and... And I just, it was kind of neat. Made me wonder if, if, what it would really be like, you know? To go even just a weekend without power. like, what'd you do? What do you think you'd do if you had no power? Yeah, I think I think a lot of people would read. I do. Yeah, and you go you'd go to bed when the sun went down and you'd get up when it got up, right? I guess that's really you know, you can use candles and oil lamps and stuff. But again, that's not that's not an, an infinite resource, right? That's just you can only get so many candles. <laughs> Unless you start making candles yourself. And how do you do that? And people in this book would have to learn how to do things by finding old encyclopedias at the library. Like, it was, you know, looking like, yeah, you, you can't just Google how to make candles if there's no electricity. So, yeah, it was kind of, um, your life would get so much simpler. Like, just overnight it would be simple, wouldn't it? And if it went on for a long time, you'd have to grow your own food. You'd have to learn how to make things like bread. And you'd probably have to hunt for meat and just all the stuff they used to do back in the day, you know? (laughs) Or start cultivating, start farming, you know, stuff like that the way it was anyway i just i thought it was a it was a great um thought experiment you know to wonder what what you would have to do if you were without power for a long period of time i don't like it when the power goes out for the day <laughs> you know i'm sure i'm sure most people agree it's like it's irritating you know but imagine if it went on for months imagine what that would be like you'd have to you have to cook on a on your fireplace if you had one or your wood stove um if you didn't have one wow you'd be kind of in trouble <laughs> kind of makes me think i want to get a house with a fireplace you can, you can stay warm, you can heat up water to wash yourself with, and you can cook, right? So it's got kind of everything. Um, but, you know, so many houses have, like, like gas fireplaces, if anything, you know, that seem to be operated by electricity, so, <laughs> yeah, you need to go back to just fire. tens, thousands of years old technology, you know? Yeah, so And I I like it because I just picked up this book and I just started reading and look at all these thoughts it's given me and all these things to do with my brain instead of worrying Sounds pretty cool. Am I talking too much? (laughs) I know, you said you don't want to talk, so I'll talk. But if you don't want me to talk either, I can shut up. Well, sort of related to this a little bit. There was something else I read about. I think I'm, i might say this wrong. It's Japanese and it's I'm gonna try to say this right. Shinrin Yoku and it means forest bathing. No, not having a bath in the woods, <laughs> no. <laughs> Although that would be really cool, wouldn't it? Especially at night you could see the stars now um it literally means like like just immersing yourself in in the trees in the woods and in nature more broadly you know because apparently when people do this when they actually spend more time in nature we feel better it reduces depression and things like that And so the Japanese have this idea that you should forest bathe several times a week. And a lot of us don't really live anywhere near real nature, you know? It's too bad. But I think think it is good for the soul, you know, to go and spend some time out in woods, just enjoying enjoying this, the sights and the sounds and the smells and everything, the greenery. We are, you know, creatures of this planet, like, it <laughs> makes sense that this would be good for us to be in that environment. of always inside houses and buildings and stuff, so shinrin yoku, (laughs) I think that's it (laughs) I don't know I don't know if I'm saying it right, but yeah, so it'd be nice to just go for a walk without um, the phone without the earbuds, without the distractions nothing electronic, you know just in the woods and let your brain go, you know, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to try that more, I'd like to learn about trees, it's, <laughs> it sounds stupid, but I'd like to learn about the different kinds of trees, because they're, they're beautiful and fascinating, these giants that give us everything. They give us oxygen, they they take away CO2, they give us shelter and shade and very often food. (laughs) And they're beautiful. So it'd be nice to to look at a tree and try to figure out okay, what kind of tree is that without checking in a book or an app you know, just what kind of tree is that what the leaves look like especially now this this time of year when the colors are changing so pretty it would be Nice to just think of nothing but what kind of tree is this? That's all you have to think about today. How many different kinds of trees can I find? (laughs) no, I don't think you could do that every day I don't, I really don't I think I think we're all so um what's the word I'm looking for? our, our brains are sort of so busy now that I don't know if we could cope with something so simple I think brains would have to go through a period of adjustment. Yeah, I think it would be it would be difficult. Because not only well this is the thing about the about the power outage, right? It's not exactly 1865, is it? Because we know about stuff. <laughs> they didn't so just because we wouldn't be able to turn on, you know, computer, the internet, TV, whatever, doesn't mean we don't know it exists, right? Um, we know about so many things. Our brains are so full of information now that the average person, even the smartest person, the most worldly person in 1865... Knew only a fraction of what we know. Most of us, I thought about this once, and this is true. Most average people are better doctors than doctors, (laughs) than real doctors in 1865. The average person knows more about medicine and, and the human body. And drugs and everything, then doctors did in eighteen sixty five. Yeah, well, but just because it's 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 knowledge now, it's it's common enough. Even if you just used to watch House and you know, and that's how you get your knowledge. <laughs> but, but however you get it, most of us have a real sense of, you know, what diseases are, and what their symptoms are, and what causes them, and, you know, they didn't know what diabetes was, they didn't know what caused heart attacks, they didn't, there's so much they didn't know, so, it's, it's um, our brains are full, this is what I'm trying to say, <laughs> our brains are full. And um, yeah, it's nice to just stop sometimes. Think about nothing. Think about trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full moon. And stars. And just be close with someone. Just for the sake of it. and the Matrix, you know, they fire off the EMP and just wipes out those machines. (laughs) I wonder, I wonder what would happen. Yeah, like in the the book, they did say that the, the big cities had tons of looting and crime and it was dangerous because really, think about it. There's no police, there's no protection, there's no consequences. So that would be pretty scary. But I wonder if you did have a little community of people that lived somewhere kind of isolated, if you could kind of make it work. Chickens and somebody else would. <laughs> yeah, you'd have quilting bees and stuff. <laughs> it would be like those pioneer villages <laughs> churning butter and stuff, you know? would <laughs> have to have a cow. Everybody would have to have a cow. <laughs> oh, man. That would be something else. I would like to have a cow. I would. I think it would be fun having cows and chickens and goats. I think it would. I remember I was in Key West, Florida once. And there's chickens all over the place there. <laughs> I'm serious. There's just chickens in the street. Just just chickens just wandering. Just I don't know why, I I think I probably knew why at some point, I forget. But they're there, they're all chickens, just chickens, everywhere in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, you spend a couple days there, you just kind of get used to the chickens there, you're just sort of like, yeah, okay, yeah, there's chickens in the road, and there's chickens outside my hotel, and there's chickens in the... Like big roosters and everything, like serious chicken population, <laughs> Just wandering the, wandering the streets of Key West. <laughs> they don't. They don't tell you about that, do they? No, they don't. You don't see it. You don't see a travel special about the chickens of Key West. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really important to just (sighs) just stop thinking now and then. Sometimes I watch stupid game shows from the 70s. I think I told you that already. Especially if there's any kind of, um, like family food is kind of cool because they ask you questions, right? And it's almost like, it's not like trivia, but it's close. You just have to kind of think what's, what's a common answer to this. Like the question might be, name an occasion where you give flowers. And so you've got to think of all the occasions you can think of when somebody would bring flowers. So you start going through them in your head. You start thinking, okay, well, Mother's Day, right? You give your mom flowers or uh, Valentine's Day, right? That's a big one. Birthday, I guess. But there's other ones, right? Like like, um, someone has a baby or someone's in the hospital. You bring flowers. Funerals, you bring flowers. Um, maybe going to a prom or something, you, you bring flowers for your date, like, it, it's, it's, it's meaningless, it's pointless, it's a pointless exercise to think of all the times you bring flowers, <laughs> but but, you know we need more of that, we need more of this kind of brain rest you know, I think so you watch a game show where they ask you a bunch of dumb questions about you know, name a major kitchen appliance or something. (laughs) Or name something that children argue with their parents about or, you know, just like, makes your mind work, but not too hard, and about something not important. I think it's kind of healthy. Myself, I enjoy it. I don't feel guilty about it. So should we go for a walk soon? Should we go forest bathing? (laughs) If it's a little warmer. to do in school. This is a very Canadian thing to do, but I go to the Sugar Shack. I know not the song from the 50s, no. <laughs> sugar Shack, crazy little shack beyond the track. Everybody calls it the Sugar Shack. No, I'm not talking about that. I mean, I mean, it's, um, it's really old, old technique from the um the native people in Canada um, probably in, in the u s too of getting um maple syrup out of the trees, and once they got the once they tapped the the sap from the tree, you pour it on some snow and you make like this really, I mean, you heat it up first, you do, you heat it up first, and then you pour it on the snow, so you've got this really neat, sugary, maple popsicle-type thing, you put it on a stick, and it's, it's wild, it really is good, it really is, it's good. Maple syrup, so, see, trees again, you see? This is all circular, trees, <laughs> trees give us maple syrup. Great. <laughs> yeah. Like to do something like that. It'd be fun. Hmm. So we can just go to sleep or we can find Really stupid movie. Hopefully something involving a shark. They tend to be the stupidest movies. Jaws was amazing. Jaws, the original, was amazing. And they've gotten progressively worse. Ever since. I mean, now we're up to Sharknado at this point. Sharknado 2, you know. Sharknado 3, The Revenge, you know. That kind of thing. So it's re- it really should include a shark. But it um, doesn't have to. doesn't have to. You can watch something else. It's really stupid if you want. <laughs> Just put it on and say, this is stupid movie time. And that's all there is to it.